are back. Another back. episode. Cannot believe it. We are back, dude. Another episode of the Grunge Bible Podcast. And this is actually kind of cool. This is episode 75, Chris. Yeah. We have made it. We are three-fourths of the way to 100, uh, which is just sort of two years. And damn, that's kind of a lot. 75 sounds great. It's a healthy number. I like, 75 I like, I like is, 75. Yes. I like 75. Each week that passes, um, you know, you can say the same thing and be like, wow, going 75 weeks without missing is a pretty, yeah, pretty we incredible. Don't miss. We do not miss. No, you really, we really don't. And like I said, the number keeps growing and we keep, you know, doing it. So it's awesome. So this is, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's a good episode to, to have. We're going to keep it light. I'm kind of slamming them. So we're going to be doing a Q&A and we're excited about that because um, we love answering you guys' questions and that that's we what we're do. here for. We're here to answer questions. So um, get ready for that one coming in. It'll be pretty, pretty lighthearted. Uh, Chris, how are you? <laughs> for, we got to do our daily, we got to do our daily check-in. So yeah, we, I just, wanted, I just have do... a bur- one burning question is how the hell are you? Man? How the hell are you? Well, I'm going to let, I'm going to let everybody in on a little bit of a secret right now. Um, Ethan, the, we're sitting here and it's uh, it's August 17th, and this is the third podcast that we've recorded today. Uh, we're slamming them. So I am the same as I am on episodes 74 and 76. So this is this is the last one that we're See doing if today. they can tell. Yeah, they no, can probably, they they can probably tell. tell. If you watch on YouTube, you can totally tell. I mean, we're wearing the same clothing. Um, but sometimes you just have to sit down and, and knock them down, and that's what we're doing and uh, we figured what better way to end this recording session than with a lovely question and answer session. So I'm good. I'm picking up steam as the day goes on. What about you? Well, I'll so say, you know why we're in such good spirits? Because one, we just finished an episode on the Tragically Hip. Yeah, so which is coming we're out really next excited. week. Which is coming out next week. A little, you know, a little uh, foreshadowing. You guys are going to love that episode. It's just, it's just a great, great band. And we do, we love talking about it. And it was totally. kind of you know, a nice surprise. And then two, this is the third one. So when we're done, we have a little bit of a break. So me, I think that's why the energy is so high right now. I can feel it. Um, so yeah, that's how, so I'm feeling good. You're feeling good. And we got some great questions coming up. Um, but first a word from our sponsors, which are a word from only people, only sing, only people right now, but we don't take money from corporations. (laughs) Shit. We would if somebody offered us some money. <laughs> yeah, I'll sell out immediately. <laughs> we'll do it immediately, instantaneously. I mean, if, we, if somebody says that we got something to sell, then yeah. yeah, take you know, we'll take the money. Yeah. No, it's it's funny because um like right now it's it's primary season for, for elections in the United States and, and I see political ads all the time and that's a big thing a lot of people do. Like, I don't take money from the big corporations and public interests. All my money comes from the people. And we can say that right now because we're 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 people funded. <laughs> we're funded by the people for the people. But the second the second that somebody approaches us a brand or something and offers us money to promote them, I'm doing it immediately. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. We're doing so it. if you yeah, exactly so if you don't want to if you if you have access to yeah if you're a company you want to throw some money yeah. around and you want to hear you want to hear us talking about your company right now yeah, yeah. there's here's a price your, here's we'll your be chance bought. we'll be bought immediately but until then we are very thankful that our support comes only from the people and those people especially are our top level grunge bible patreon supporters over there at the top tier uh it's not lonely at the top though that's the thing there there's a lot of people out there shouldering the atlas stone uh, right. very fired up about that 
So at the time of this recording, I would like to thank Faith Bittner, Chris LSMS, Sonny Mashburn, Kayla Jean, Alexa Shannon, Jade Mercado, Doug Endy, Black Hole Sean, Captain High Top, Lauren Irene, Millie, Release, Nikki Six, Marianne, Alex Long, Darian Riddle, Rachel Corning, Fuck Soup, Wayne Staley, our number one fan from Australia, What the Fuck's Up, Denny's, Jamie Lynn, Fresh Tendonitis, Seattle 4 fanboy from New Jersey, Carlene Salona, I Hate Your Mom, Shoe the Shoeless, Edward Vetter got me through my second divorce. Kitty Cooper, Brother Nature, Blue Owl, and Kara Kay. So, yeah, we're people funded. We are. And, and those are the people that we're funded by. <laughs> Who's funding this? Who are we representing? <laughs> Who do you represent, Chris? <laughs> we represent everybody and ourselves. Mainly ourselves. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I'm fired yeah. up for this Q&A, dude. We've been recording yeah. for a couple of hours, and, and we're going we're gonna to fade out now. And we're gonna have we're gonna have some nice conversation here about these questions that the people on Instagram want us to answer. So the, the dying questions, exactly. Yeah, the, these burning, burning questions. So, so yeah. Is there anything else we need to say before we get no, into that's this? That's it. I'm 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 rearing and roaring. I think I think we just yeah. go. I think we just do it. Okay. Well, I think we should start where we always start, and that is if I would, could you? Today I absolutely could. Yeah. <laughs> I could. could you? I think we are. Yeah, we, I think I, we yeah, are. I would I and I are, am. Chris. I could, <laughs> would, could, am, and I will. And I will. I will. I absolutely uh, will. This is the middle, the middle of the week, the middle of the flood that we're doing this. And yeah. Yeah. I think we did it. Yeah. I'm, sw- so. I'm swimming. We're holding on. So. I, I feel pretty comfortable out here. Um, so there's that answer. Yeah. Ethan, question for you. Are there any hair metal tunes that you thoroughly enjoy? And I can only <laughs> hope that this comes in the aftermath of our Guns N' Roses episode in which we shared our undying love and affection for Guns N' Roses, uh, which was episode 73 a couple of weeks ago. So are, are there any, um, you're, you're a big fan of, uh, you had a song of the week that was, I just uh, about yeah, Dio. yeah, Holy Diver, wasn't it? The whole, yeah, Holy Diver and and Rainbow in the Dark. Rainbow two, in the Dark. Yeah, that two, song rips. Two, <laughs> that dude, rips, great. It, that that song rips so hard. Um, <laughs> it, Dio Dio is incredible, and um, you know those two songs are kind of all you need to hear as yeah. far as it goes. Yeah, that's I mean it. it's not really. I mean they're they're all good and stuff, but uh, he has a very <laughs> unique. Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's... They can be. Um, they can be. Um, so, but I, like, listen to that whole album. I mean, I don't so, know. Those two songs are awesome. Rainbow exactly. in the Dark. Yeah, it was exactly what you need. Um, so, yeah, I would like to... I'd say I'd say Rainbow in the Dark is, is where I'm going to go. I think, um, I don't know, Judas Priest isn't hair metal, is he? I don't know, because if, mean, they, if they are, then I, I like that part of hair metal. Living After yeah. Midnight, uh, you know, Breaking, breaking the, the law, law, obviously. Yeah. I, yeah, I have a small, small, uh, we have a, a nice connection to Judas Priest. So, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe, uh, what's other song that I thoroughly enjoy? Um, uh, I mean, those are the, those are the ones that jump out at me. So I'm not, I was going to say a GNR song, but yeah, I'll save it. I have to, I have to come clean here. Um, <laughs> I have to make a confession. Um, there is one song that is undoubtedly hair metal that, if if you if you can hit it just right, if you can time it just right, I love. And that is nothing but a good time by poison. Um mm. <laughs> yeah. So there was there oh, were yeah. there were a few instances in college where um one of them we were we were actually we were done with a with uh, with the conference championship track meet. We had all performed admirably and uh I believe our we were done. We competed on Friday and that was it and it was a home meet, so 
think some of us were uh, chomping at the bit to have a good old fashioned drunk, you know, to go out and, and party a little bit. And I remember driving home that night or maybe driving home from like the liquor store to like meet my friends. And, and I put this song on and I was rolling down the road and I, it fired me up so much. Um, yeah. So since then, I mean, sometimes poison. If, if you, if you hit it just right, poison. Chris, right. Chris okay. likes poison. I, guess. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hear that. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. So no, uh, hey, like sometimes you, you got to watch out for it, I guess. Uh, that's just what you have to do. I have a question that I think you're going to have a specific, uh, specific answer for knowing you. Um, but good question here. What is one concert pregame you wish you could do differently? <laughs> so either, there's two ways to answer this you like wish you could have done more or wish you toned it down a little bit wait wait read the question again which is one concert pregame that i wish i could have did you could have done differently so presumably right, meaning right. you could have either like gotten there earlier later drunk more drunk less mm-hmm. okay um i think the sweet spot is hard to find. It's, it's really hard, hard to it's hold really, through. It's really cause, difficult. Cause I've been, cause I've been to a few shows where when you cross the line and then the next day or two, you look back and you're like, damn, I kind of feel like I didn't really watch, watch <laughs> the music all that much. Yeah. And I feel, I feel a little bit bad cause I feel like I missed a good opportunity, yes. but, um, I think the one pregame that, uh, or one thing that I could do differently is, I don't know, maybe not drive an hour and a half or something like that. I just want to teleport there and That's be there fair, or not yeah. have, or not have any responsibilities when I'm there to, to have to get home. Yeah. Uh, it's not, not, I mean, that's maybe not the answer people are looking for, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think that, I don't know. Sometimes, like I said, sometimes I regret drinking too, drinking too much in the words of James <laughs> like Legg. James Legg. <laughs> <laughs> but then at the other times I regret not drinking enough and I'm mad at myself. Yep. Yeah. Depending so, on the quality of the show. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe if you, if you answer, then I'll, I'll have a better yeah, idea. Well, I mean, what, I'm, I'm going to, I think you I'm, thinking? I, I'm interpreting the question. How I think it was asked, or I think in the spirit of how it was asked and, and I wish uh, en enough time's gone by. It's I put about a month between this show and myself at this point, but uh, I, I drank way too much before the black key show that I went to towards the end of July um, band of horses opened and I wasn't, um, I didn't do my right. due you diligence. Wished you would have, you would, you wished you would have saw them. Yeah. They, like I looked at the set list posthumously and, uh, or, or after the fact rather, nobody died, um, that I'm aware of. And yeah, I just like, I wish that, I wish that I was more, more mentally present for it. Yeah. Um, certainly by the end of the show for the black keys, um, you know, I, I, you asked me the set list. I guess they. Uh, I mean, yeah, they played, I guess they, they, played, they played some blues rock rippers. I know that, but aside from dude, I mean, one of my favorite, one of my favorite favorite stories regarding this is back when Twenty One Pilots were good. Yeah, uh, we went. To, I've, I've seen them like I've seen them a handful of yeah, times, you've, maybe you've like seven amount. or seven or eight. And we totally. went and saw one in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And this is this is a great story. It was me, me and my brother, um, Nick McMenamin, and and is there somebody else? Maybe Erica, and this is when they, oh, Mute Math opened for them. Okay, and um, they were awesome. But we actually we finished a bottle of Jameson in the parking lot, and so we went in there and we we're doing and like, long story short, this is when like I kind of like was moved through the crowd and put put Nick on my shoulders and we got thrown out. Yeah, at one point, like, and I like had left and came back in, and it was like this whole ordeal. And I just remember getting out back into the car, and I, I, I Nick had to leave, but I I think I was in the venue for the whole time and. And uh, Quinn was like, wow. He's like, that was, there was really good. 
like at the end, like, you know, they do really cool stuff. And it's like, it was crazy. Like Tyler was on the roof and I was like, what? Or he was on the ceiling. And I was like, what? And he was like, you didn't see that? And I was like, he, he was up on the rafters. I had no idea. I missed it. <laughs> I missed it. And I was like, yep. well, that's, that's what you get. Hey, sometimes Irish, whisk, Irish whiskey sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes we've all, we've all been there. And uh, it was so funny. I was like, how did I miss that right over my head? Literally. Yeah. It was right there the whole time, but I mean, there's always uh, it's hard, it's hard a hard to hit that. Now. It's hard to hit that sweet spot sometimes. Um, Ethan, do you have a favorite Smashing Pumpkins song? It's a good question. Mm, that is a good question. I really like. I mean, I really like mayonnaise. Um, I like. I mean, 1979 is really good. Yeah. Those are probably two. My those are probably two. I, I really can always go back to and listen. Totally. Um, yeah, I think I'll go with those two. Yeah, would I, I would have to say uh, it's got to be mayonnaise for me. Um, and oh, I nice. don't think it's particularly close. I, I love that song. Um, I think yeah. it, it, it hit, it hits at the right time, uh, when it hits and, uh, you can always count on it to give you exactly what you need at that point in time. So I, I like that one. They, they have a lot of good music though, but that one, they that do. one stands above and beyond for me, which I think we're due eventually for a pumpkins episode. We haven't done one yet. We haven't yeah. yet. We've denied everybody for so long. Yeah. Not a lot of requests for it, I get either, though. Yeah. I don't so know. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, we'll, we'll throw it in there. Yeah. And that's, that, that'll, that'll, that'll come. Yeah. I, I think we've talked about one. We've talked about the album um, in 91. Didn't, 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 didn't Gish, we spoke about, I think we, I think Gish, I think we spoke yeah. about that at some a little point. Bit, yeah. And if not, we're due to do it again. Yeah, I can go for some. Pa- I, I yeah, I wish I would have saw them. They came through. I wish I would have been able to go and see yeah, them. Yeah, they're playing. But- they're playing. They're playing a tour with Jane's Addiction uh, this fall. They're they're going to Boston. I think in sometime in October. I'm. Uh, I feel like uh, I feel like I have to do the due diligence there, you know, and uh, and go and see William and uh, and Perry and Dave Navarro. Perry. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, that'll be that'll be the Ink Master himself. Exactly. It's awesome. It'll be really important. Yeah, it's not bad, but. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Idea. It's, it's hard to yeah. tell sometimes, especially yeah, when you're far away. It's, you know, it's hard hard to say one way or another. Another um, music-related question. If you could see the writing process behind any of the grunge-era albums, which one would you pick? So I guess this is like a fly-on-the-wall thing where, you know, if you could have been in the studio while this thing was put together to watch these guys mm. write or, or these people write these um, write these records, is there one that stands out that you would have been particularly interested to see? That's a good question. That's yeah. a really that's a really good question. Um let's see. Do I I think I'd I think I'd enjoy seeing something of Kurt, seeing his process. Yeah. A part of me wants to say like maybe ten, but like I think In Utero think would have been really cool. Yeah, I, I was just I I'm thinking Nirvana would be really special yeah. for because of Kurt. So yeah, in utero, that's a good I one. I think that would have been great with, you know, with Steve Albini up in that cabin that they rented in, yeah. in Minnesota, I think, or, or even, um, never mind with Butch Vig, uh, yeah. Mr. Vig, yeah. obviously. I have both of those. Yeah. Really one, one that pops out to me, um, because they, they did it, I believe in a week's time and just because it sounded so different and it, and it's obviously one of our favorites would be jar of flies to be able to watch that come together. Um, yeah. that would have been, that would have been really special. That one pops out for me. And then for obvious reasons, because of the, the lore surrounding, I think 10 is up there. 
Um, and then simply right. just because it's one of my favorites, I'd love to see what bad the motor bad finger? motor finger sessions would have looked like. Yeah, just to see see how that was going on there. That would have been super cool. But um, yeah, Kurt would have been interesting just to see how they worked and and to see to see what see what happened there. Yeah, and I think I think that Butch and Albina, uh, they both have uh, a lot of influence. Yeah, too. So that would have been cool to see those interact. Yeah, the interaction and what they had say Mm -hmm. yeah here's a here's a good question i have for you and uh, i think you'll be able to answer this i'm I'm not entirely sure but um we got a great question what is the grungiest spongebob episode did you grow up watching spongebob oh yeah Yeah. dude i didn't miss an i didn't miss an episode (laughs) i don't know what they're i don't know what they're on now but i i i watched a ton of spongebob growing up um the probably the i mean the grungiest episode Maybe the Krusty Krab pizza episode. Okay. <laughs> I can um, see I'm that. just thinking about like, you yeah, know, walking getting in there. How about, um, dirt. how about um, rock bottom? You know where they end up at the, the rock bottom bus stop. That one's pretty oh, crunchy yeah. too. That's the, that, I, that, isn't, isn't that, that the Krusty Krab pizza? I think so. It might yeah. be the same one. No, I think, I don't think it is. Cause I think he was with Patrick at rock bottom. I'm not sure that we'll, we'll have to fact check that afterwards. That was that was like one of the scenes I was thinking yeah. when it drops off the you know, rock bottom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you know what That's I think, a good one. You know what I think might be the grungiest one? I, I don't know what else happened in this episode, but the episode where, where Mr. Krabs sells SpongeBob to the Flying Dutchman for 62 cents. <laughs> That's, that's just good. Him on the boat. Him on the boat. Yeah, that's that's, that's grungy. That's <laughs> Davy Jones Locker. I mean, come on. Davy Jones. Yes, Davy Jones Locker. Yeah, I, I'd say that that one's up there for me. Um, and obviously, that's a grunge, great question. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder how they knew that we like SpongeBob so much. I don't know. We've we've definitely we've posted a few few SpongeBob related memes, but I think everybody has at this point. So yeah, um, we like. I like that they're having a second life with the memes, kind of. Yeah, I like that. Well, we all have a shared lineage with that, and it's always a buzzkill. Yeah. It's, it's always a bummer when you, you send something like that to somebody, and you're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't watch that growing up. I, I feel it. You, you, you don't hear that often. Either. Not often. I have a friend, and, and and she's like, yeah, we, we didn't watch SpongeBob growing up. Like we weren't allowed. I was like, what the hell do you mean you weren't allowed? But I mean, yeah, to each their own, Crazy. I guess. Yeah, I mean, you mean if we weren't allowed to watch like Ren and Stimpy or something, I'd understand. <laughs> so I didn't. <laughs> Did you watch Ren and Stimpy? We've never talked nah, about this. I wasn't this. allowed. <laughs> I mean, nah, of course, I like stayed up and like was able to watch them. Okay, but, like, so I had, I have a good. There's story. some like crazy. There's some crazy like TV uh, episodes of that that like weren't yeah, released. Yeah, it's, and it's stuff. totally fucked. So I had, I had yeah. no idea what Ren and Stimpy was until you're gonna love this, Ethan. <laughs> until I went to the Failure Show, right? So before, oh, that's when you first heard about <laughs> like, Ren and like Stimpy. Like two months ago, I went, I went with Rachel Corning, top level Patreon supporter, and before, Incredible. like they did a, they did a documentary about Fantastic Planet, which was like 25 minutes long, and that ended, and then like in the 10 minutes before. In the 10 minutes between the end of the dock and the start of the show, they played a clip from this Ren and Stimpy episode where like Ren is eating the soap. Um, he's like oh eating gosh. a bunch of soap and there's, they're on like a ship or something. And I, it, it was so bizarre to me because I'd never seen it before. And <laughs> ever since then, I'm just, I, I will. Enamored by Ren I, Yeah, I'm enamored. I'm enthralled. And I will always associate it with failure and just like Ren just like eating a bar of soap because he's like, he's asleep or something. And he thinks it's ice cream, but it was like. It was like a little too fucked up for me at that point. Um, like but Stimpy, yeah. Oh my god, I'd never dude. even, I'd never even known what it was, dude. It is quite weird. Quite, it's, I, it's really weird. 
Yep. It's really, but, really, really strange. I, I, maybe I need to look up. I need to look up a little bit more. I know it was like meant for like, you know, an adult. I think, yeah, it was like an adult TV cartoon. show. And then yeah. it, somehow it, it was, I don't know how someone could have pitched that for kids. Like <laughs> make very change lanes for that what one. What are you talking about? It's super right. educational. Jeez. Oh my God. That's uh, I can't believe, you know, Ren and Stimpy. That makes me really happy. Um, see another oh, reason yeah, why dude. I'm a poser and, and I make opinions after the fact. I didn't know what Ren and Stimpy was. So there goes the last shred <laughs> of credibility that I ever had for running this, um, running this page. <laughs> Speaking of running this page, another question that we have, um, from a top level patron, uh, Jade Mercado, Jade wants to know who does more of the posting, Chris or Ethan, or is it a 50, 50 split? <laughs> no, the answer is it is not a 50, 50 split guys. <laughs> Chris, Chris is the powerhouse behind this cell. He is the mitochondria that runs Grudge <laughs> Bible for sure. <laughs> this man is the powerhouse of the cell and, um, he's been, he's been quick and he's been strong for almost seven, eight years now. And you know, this, this man can't be stopped. So he, he runs, he runs a lot of the, the show behind the posting. So, I mean, we know this, I, it's funny. I mean, I guess people, I, I mean, I don't, I just, I feel like people know that some people, like, I feel some like, people can, I tell. feel like people know. Yeah. People, I, I like when people, cause we post differently. Yes. Um, and, 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 and we so type like, differently, like we write differently and the way we style right. things is, is certainly different. And we've had yeah. some people be like, Oh, and like people that know both of us personally, they're like, Oh, like, I know you didn't do that. Or I know that's a, I know you posted that or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, yeah, very, the stylistic is, is stylistic differences are, are clear, but no. Yeah. Chris, 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 Post most most of the time. <laughs> That's just no secret. I, was, I, I don't mean, disagree like, with that. In the be- in the beginning, in the very beginning, it was slow, and we like posted differently. And then for like a year and a half, like Chris would like during the the dog days of it when we went from like five to fifteen, like you posted like a lot. I don't know. I don't know how often you posted during that time. I was doing like was every like, three hours, basically like the whole day. During that time too, during the summer yeah, we of were, that time. We were slamming it. Well, I was slamming it. I thought, I thought that it was like a lot. I didn't know it was three times a day. Yeah, I well, a I, I, I've hit it pretty hard for most, most of the time, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Chris, you have this incredible endurance to it that I clearly don't have, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good at it, but this dude gets up and posts like the best of them. I mean, you're, you're very, you're, you're very steadfast in it. So yeah, this, this guy, this guy's incredible. I, we wouldn't be here without this. That's for sure. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it like, works I always out great picture though. like, like, I always, I always, yeah, I always picture myself as like the color commentator yeah. or whatever. And like, and well, you, like I would, and we wouldn't be able like to do this play without you just as we wouldn't be able to do this if, if I didn't post, for example. So, I mean, we all, we yeah. all have the part to play. So that kind yeah. of, and it, yeah. it ebbs and flows, but not you, you're pretty consistent in the way that you operate. A, a lot of things ebb and flow, but that's usually something, unless we're taking a break, like I try to get my get my two or three or four posts in a day. And um, this kind of, this kind of rolls into another question I have, which my answer is not really going to answer it, but I'm still going to give it anyways. Um, My good old high school pal, Matt Wilkes wants to know, um, do you have any seemingly useless skills? And I would say the useless skill I have is I, I'm, 
abnormally quick when it comes to just being able to pull up random things or search for things on the internet or find photos in my camera roll or just mm-hmm. type things up. Like I've always been really quick at that. Like I'm a, I'm a fast reader. I was a quick writer and I think those transfer and like that doesn't seem to be useless in this setting, obviously. Well, because, I was just say not very useless because, no. yeah. And I think that's why like you can, you can churn and burn the best of them. Like when it comes to make to make a post. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, always dude. funny I, because- if you saw my, if you saw my process, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you'd be like, no wonder this dude sucks. Well, there were back I'm when we so started. Slow. Back when we started, there were a lot of pages that started for grunge around the time, and I remember seeing a few of them talk about the that fact. That was interesting and weird that there was a lot yeah. that also spawned at the same time. Yeah, it's strange. That is kind of weird. I don't know. I guess. I, I mean, I guess because yeah. of certain events that happened, but right. But I remember at that time seeing more than one of them. Talk talk about the fact that on Sunday they would spend hours drafting out their posts for the week or, or they'd spend like an hour in the morning getting stuff ready for the day. And I, I could never, I could never relate to that because <laughs> it takes me like two minutes. I don't understand. Um, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a quick worker in that sense. So that's not really useless, but what about you? Do you have anything uh, useless I that mean, you're good at? I mean, everything has a use though. That's the thing. It's not that simple. I was going to say, I mean, I feel like, <laughs> My best useless skill is probably throwing the javelin. <laughs> 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 what I'm committing my life to is, is pretty useless in a large, in a large, in, in the sum of many. But uh, no, I mean, I, I mean, I guess it's not completely useless. I think. See, what am I? I mean, same like I'm pretty proficient at disc golf, but I think that I'm I'm pretty good at like random most things. Like, I mean, I can juggle like efficiently and, and i don't know i can do like random stuff but I don't, I don't know how skillful i need to be to answer this question i guess um i don't know yeah i used to scooter i used to scooter and, and i was like decent at scoot like you know, i could tail whip and a few different things and that's right. really useless people yeah. always you're you're good like, at rock stacking shit. too yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't, I, would, I, don't, I don't want. I don't want to piss on that as a creative outlet, though, and I don't want to insinuate that it's useless. <laughs> but things that are very right. have a very specific application, obviously. It's true. There was a period of there was a period of time where I, I really found a lot of peace in stacking rocks, and it's not easy. There's some people that are. I mean, it's actually mind blowing to find the center of gravity of some rocks and be able to stack them on top of each other. Yeah. Just mind blowing stuff. Um, yeah, I would I would like to get back into this. Yeah, you made fun. this was a long time ago, uh probably even before this page you you posted an Instagram uh photo of one of your rock stacks and and the caption was something super simple. It was it was just you can always find what you're looking for and that has always stuck with me ever since you posted that. And I'm not even sure if you remember that, but um like That's I awesome. think I I think about that sometimes and like when something's going on or it's like hey, like it's always out there. You can always find it. Yeah. So yeah, not, yeah, not dude, useless after all. Well, I love looking back at some, some caps, some good old captions and yeah. on the personal pages that is and see, yeah. or like seeing the weird old stuff that used to post. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is really, really, really strange. Um, another, this isn't a question, so they didn't get the, um, the spirit of this exercise, but we'll say it nonetheless because it's important, but um, we got a response that says, please post more local H Oh shit. Dude, we're doing our best, man. It's hard. It's, I'd like to see you try, man. Yeah. It is not so easy. easy. I'd like to see you try. Oh, local yeah, H would be Yeah, we're trying, we're trying man. really hard. We yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get back to you on that one. We're going to we're going to keep trying. That's all I know. Yep. Um <laughs> Chris, 
I got a question. I just reading this because this right. is this is a good question. I hope it's not too philosophic for right now. But yeah. uh, describe how music has changed you. I know <laughs> it's good. I, um, I like this yeah, question. I'll, though. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll take a swing at this. How music has changed me. Um, I think it's um, it's given me a bigger worldview. I think it's made me more emotionally aware. Um, it's hopefully made me more empathetic. Um, it's taught me a lot. It's made me smarter, hopefully. Um, mm -hmm. It's also, at <laughs> points, it's made me a lot more sad. Um, <laughs> you know? Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's so weird. I always forget how constant music is in my life. And I'm re only reminded by that of the times where I'll be sitting there and I won't be listening to music, um, which is very rare. And you forget, right. you forget how much time you spend with something like that and how much it can change you. Um, yeah, it's, it's changed me in a lot of different ways like that. It's, I don't even know yeah. how I'd begin to explain it. Right. And each and genre, I, did, I mean, every, yeah, I mean, yeah, you did, yeah, you did good. That's how I was going to say, well, if I was for me and for you, it's like, yeah, it just pushes you to kind of feel differently and kind of see other, I, I like, I feel like, you know, getting into a different genre always challenges me to see in a different light something. Yeah. So it kind of like pushes yes. the way that you. It challenges you. you. Yeah, it challenges you um, if you're ready for it, you know, because a lot of people yeah. don't like listening to other uh, you know, genres and figuring, figuring them out or why, why it's important mm -hmm. um, to those, you know, artists. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's good. Music definitely, I think that, I guess it's almost easier for me to answer uh, for you, like as an outsider, like, cause I've seen yeah, the change over, over the, you know, and, and yeah. it's funny. Our, our producer drew likes, likes doing that. He, he likes asking questions and you answer for your friends because you know, you can give your own insights on yourself, but that's right. not always effective. Yeah. So like, that's how you see over, yourself. That's not how the world exactly, does. And yeah, there's, there's exactly. always be a little disconnect. I think we've, I think we've done that too um, on this, on this pod and one of the episodes. And yeah, I mean, I think that you've, you've definitely grown in your like imagination and your, the way that you perceive like music and also explore for it. Like, I just feel like you're a lot more adventurous because of music in like yeah. a ton of different, a ton of different, you know, facets, a sense. I mean, the fact that the fact that you've gone to as many shows as you had this year, because I don't think like before, like two years ago, never, you, you weren't much of a, yeah. So like, and do you I know, that, do, you, do you know what the catalyst saying, for that was? You're not like, you're not an introvert, but like you're very, right. you're becoming, you know, way more outgoing in these yeah. man it's awesome do you, do you know That's what cool. the catalyst for that was uh pearl jam show no you i was like <laughs> you Incredible. absolutely and it's funny kind of speaking about answering for our friends but i just think like for you like music and this happened even before i even met you but it's something about like your appreciation for art and the passion that you have for it and 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 it just kind of like overflows out of you and that was one of the first things that we connected over and i think there's a lot of people out there that are friendly with you um and that are lucky enough to call you a friend that would probably say the same thing about you i think it um it's like illuminated the best parts of you and and the most outgoing and like friendly parts of you and um it's like a vessel that you can connect with people and um, I think yeah. the people that know you like never have a bad thing to say about you. So I think that's a really cool thing that how music has changed you. And Hey, I mean, you, you all, yeah. you've always been going to shows. You've always been adventurous like that. And and I really, I really wasn't, and I'm still not to the level that you probably are, but yeah, that's something that like, I remember 
hearing stories, you going to shows and yeah. everything all the time. Like, and I'm like, you know what? Like, I want to do that too. So that's the way that both music and you have uh, changed me, I would say. Damn, it feels good. That's I love cool to hear stuff. that, Chris. Yeah, I know, I like man. That. I'm I'm glad I'm glad I could have glad I could facilitate with that. But you know, that's the nice part. You know, those conversations only happen because there's two people involved. Yeah, and uh, that's the fun part. And that's what we're here um, for, hundred percent. Yeah, I always, oh man, there's so much so much time spent with music over the years. I just hope that it continues to go that way, and I can continue to. You know, what I mean, you don't get. Sounds so silly. Burnout on music, you know what yeah. I mean? But like, I I never want to. I always want to be able to like think like that for certain stuff and be yeah. able to kind of pursue, you know, you know, a great listening environment or something like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just hope that it just continues that way because, man, it, yeah, it has it has provided a lot of awesome, yeah, conversations and awesome insights over the years. I oh. agree. This is so funny. We're doing a live recording right now. And we j- we're going to ring the bell mid-episode, Ethan. Let's, we got the bell. Let's, let's, do, go. let's do this. Let's ring the bell mid-episode. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. This is fucking awesome. $2, let's $2 go. patron just joined. Amelia Tucker has bellied up to the diner for her shitty cup of coffee. Um, a, a steadfast supporter of the page. I've, I've seen them around in the comments. So thank you, Amelia, mid-episode. This is really, really awesome. This has never happened to us before. I like this. <laughs> This is amazing. That's really cool. Oh, that's so good. That's um, sick. Love that, dude. Instant, yeah. ser- instant dopamine release yeah. or serotonin. Are they the same thing? They're not the same thing, but I think no, they're, they're, they're very different. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, another question here. Good um, shit. This is kind of a longitudinal question for the Grunge Bible podcast. Comes from a listener, a uh, longtime listener. They says, love the pod. Thoughts on Amy Winehouse? And have you guys started listening to more Jeff Buckley? Because I know a long time ago we said that that was somebody who we wanted to get into. Um, <laughs> I have not gotten into Jeff Buckley. <laughs> Ah, shit. Yeah. Well, I, feel like I, there, I, I forgot you my go. homework, you know? Yeah, dude. There's just so much going on so often. Um, I needed that, you know? That's all I'm going to say. I needed that <laughs> yeah. reminder. Um, I'm going to write it down. I, I mean, I got to listen. I got to listen to more Jeff Buckley. I haven't, I haven't done my job. Yeah. And, uh, and as far as Amy Winehouse, I, I haven't listened. I'm, I'm not super familiar with her either. work as well. So either. I guess that's, you know, yeah. I, I know enough sword we're getting. Yeah. I know enough about her to know her voice and know that she was yeah. really, really, really talented, but I don't, I've never sat down and like listened to a record front to back or something. So I'd, I, I could see, see myself doing that, but yeah, gotta, gotta get into uh gotta get into some Jeff and some Amy, I would say uh, that's on the list. Incredible. Incredible. All right. Um, this is a good one. Favorite concert venues, Chris? You have a concert venue that sticks that you've seen good enough. Um, maybe, I mean, I guess you'd expect to have seen multiple shows there, but yeah. is there one that really sticks out um, that you've been to? Maybe I, one that you haven't been to, I guess. Yeah, a couple, a couple that I really like. Um, a venue that's like five minutes away from my house. It's called the Fet Music Hall. I've been there for, I think, three shows. I've seen the Wonder Years, the Melvins, and Soccer Mommy there uh, thus far. And I love it just because, one, it's so close to my house. Number two, it's one of those setups where there's not a large spot between the pit and the stage. Uh, you know how sometimes you, you get those big venues and, and there's like six feet in between the front row and the stage and they got yeah. security and everything there. That one's not like that. I like that one a lot. And for those same reasons, I really like the, um, the paradise uh, rock club up in Boston um, over on Commonwealth Avenue. I like that one a lot. 
Um, so I, I have to say those might be my two favorites of ones that I've seen multiple shows at. Um, aside yeah. from that, I, I hate, um, in fact, I'm going there for a concert tomorrow. <laughs> I, I hate the leader bank pavilion up in Boston. I think it sucks. Um, there's a bunch of seats and it's way spread out. It's no good. Uh, you won't find any seated venues on my top list of, right. of concert places. What about you? Um, I really enjoy, there's a place in Birmingham. There's two, I mean, Avondale has seen a lot of really good shows, but, right. um, across the street there's Saturn and I've seen camp there and, um, it's just, it was a really solid first experience there. And mm-hmm. I've seen, I've been there for another like, smaller show, but not, not a, another, not another notable band. So I yeah. want to get back there. I really like that. Um, and there's the, the Fillmore in Philly is really solid. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I've, I saw the front bottoms there and um, let's see, there's one other one I wanted to shout out. Um, oh, and Ardmore Music Hall. I saw yeah. had a, just an awesome experience with Rusted Root, which I talk about in the, in the other one. I just loved it. So I've, I've been there um, again, just once. So um, yeah. Do you have a least uh, favorite music venue? <laughs> Yeah, uh, another, and uh, we brought up that 21 Pilots experience that I had. It was in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and it was at their big stadium, and their security sucked there. They didn't let us do anything. I hate when, when you go to, like, when you go to a show in Philly, like, you, you expect that the security's gonna kind of, they just kind of go, you kind of, you know what to expect. They're, they're Philly guys. Yep. Or wherever. And then uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania, they, they were so strict. They were, you know, it just was different. So, yeah. I don't know. That's... And it was a big outdoor, it was an outdoor venue. It was, it was probably pretty solid, but it was mm-hmm. not a great experience. Yeah, absolutely. Man, yeah. I, it's, it's harder for me to choose my favorite venue than it is for me to choose my least favorite venue, you know, to test them. There's some places they're not doing it right out there. Um, one question here <laughs> that I'm going to direct this individual back to the first episode of the Grunge Bible podcast. They want to know what motivated us to start Grunge Bible. Uh, we had a nice little 20-minute origin story that we recorded last year about that. Um, but you can definitely go there. Another Grunge Bible-related question. Um, how has the podcast slash Grunge Bible changed your lives? Made it. That's a little existential, I guess. Yeah, I would say, I guess the short answer is, you know, made it a little more busy, a little bit more uh, stressful. <laughs> I have less time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more stressed. I have less free time. <laughs> Um, I think kind of going back to the uh, question we had earlier about how music has changed us, I think yeah. that really simply put, I mean, it requires us to be in contact always. <laughs> like, yeah. like we are like, it's nice because we have these, we check in once a week or, you know, now we can get maybe a little bit more time in between, but we, we have conversations, we check in, we have, we have pre-roll and post, you know, post yeah. episode where we talk Those are like and stuff. like my favorite so, parts. Yeah. Favorite parts of our, our, our podcast yeah. recording is the stuff exactly. you know, once we're done. Because we, we talk about life as friends, you know, because yeah. to a lot of people, we might just be the, the dudes who run this thing. But I mean, we're, I mean, I'd, I'd like to, we'll be lifelong friends, you know. We're the Lane, Lane Staley and Jerry, you know, we're yeah. the <laughs> two peas in a pod. So like. <laughs> I'm Bono I, and the Edge. <laughs> yeah. Axl Rose and Slash. <laughs> So like we have, uh, yeah, we have a lot of conversations because of the podcast and, and then also, you know, we got Drew, you know, we yeah. had our lovely producer who, you know, we had, I grew up with him and then we all went to Pittsburgh together. And so, right. I mean, some of you probably don't know, but our producer, yeah, he went to school with us for a year and we had, 
we had experiences together and it's so cool to be uh, together and working. Same thing keeps us connected. And, yeah. and we live in three very different States, you know, across, you know, all across the coast, across the East United to West States. coast and then the U and the middle. Yep. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, that's the best, probably the yeah. best thing this podcast does, even though, you know, it adds some stress at times. Yeah. I think it's worth it though. I, I would agree with all of that. I think it's um, added a different element to our friendship and, and our friendship with Drew. Um, additionally, I've discovered a lot of really, really great music. Um, I've made a lot of cool friends too. And, um, I think for the podcast, it's, um, I've become a better public speaker, I think. Um, and oh, yeah. I think that's helped a lot. Um, and just speaking in a way that is clear, hopefully, ho I guess, hopefully clear, hopefully concise and inclusive, uh, for everybody that's listening. That's something that I, I worked on certainly in the beginning and, and hopefully, um, you know, everybody feels, feels, feels good listening to this show and, and feels like it's a good space, but, um, yeah, it's definitely, um, it's also increased my appetite to have conversations like when we interview people and stuff. And I really enjoy those. And it's, it's made me realize how cool it is to talk about shared passions with people. Um, and sometimes those are people that you otherwise wouldn't meet except for something like this. So there's, there's, there's a lot more good than bad. Yeah. For a second, I thought you were going to say my appetite for destruction. And <laughs> oh, absolutely. Welcome to the jungle, Ethan. <laughs> yeah, we have both just... fun and games here, and you can find anything you want. Um, you better not take it for free, I guess. Yeah. Those, those are the lyrics? I think those are the lyrics. I don't know. Not... Yeah. <laughs> uh, any other questions that pop out to you? Uh, while you look, I have one more that I want to ask um, that's very yeah, important. Yeah, let me see. So, um, in the meantime, uh, you can keep looking and I will ask and answer at the same time. Um, top level patron Alexis Shannon wants to know PB and J are grilled cheese. And I have to say this feels kind of disingenuous because I think they occupy very different categories of sandwich. Is, um, yeah. I don't think of them in the same realm. So is this a question this of like, a what, question. I, what would I prefer right now? Or if I had to pick one and the other one disappears forever, what do you think? I think it would be right now. Right now, I I kind of want a grilled cheese. Yeah, like a yeah, good grilled I mean, cheese with some good cheese. You know, it kind of gets browned on the end if it melts over yeah. the the bread. You know, you get some nice sour. Yeah, you know, it's so it's so crazy. I mean, PB and J's is like pack my lunch. You know, yeah. PB and J's. You can't really pack a grilled cheese. No, like, and for whatever reason, grill, you know, I used to eat a lot of grilled. My, my mom, we used to make grilled cheeses, grilled ham and cheese all the time. Okay, yeah, and uh, you know, it feels like it feels like it's hearty. Like I, I feel like I had that for dinner, you know, I mean, as a little kid, I guess too, but like, right. you know, grilled cheese seems like dinner and all it is is bread and cheese, but you know, peanut butter and jelly seems it's like, like lunch, you know? Yeah. yeah there's, they, they do occupy so different, su such different spaces. Yeah. And they're not that different. I mean, peanut butter and jelly is <laughs> a lot of fat in the peanut butter, just like cheese, cheese, is very fatty bread's very, I, I feel like their macronutrient profiles are kind of similar. I love them both though. Those are yeah, some me good... too. I, I I couldn't. I don't think I could pick. I definitely have PB and J's more frequently because a lot of times I'll do that before I go to the gym. Are um, you a big tuna fan? Tuna sandwich. I guy? love tuna sandwiches. Like canned tuna, that's my shit. Yep. I eat that all yep. the time. I eat canned tuna a lot. Yeah. Um, me I and my love brother canned have a... tuna. Yeah. Oh yeah. I used to eat that like a lot tuna in high salad, school. When like I was... tuna, a little bit of a little bit of mayonnaise, maybe some some black olives, yep. uh, some pickles. Yeah. 
And then, believe it or not, in the, la- in the last week, me and Elijah, my brother, we've made uh, BLTs a few times as well. Dude, Quit your I job. love, I love a good BLT, man. <laughs> um, dude. Sometimes that's exactly what you need, and it always delivers. Every few months, a good BLT is like, yeah. <laughs> hits the spot. Yep. When nothing else will do, you just look for the BLT. Um, I guess I got one more question then. All right. That's a great one. I, we could end on that. that. But yeah, but um, I will say someone's asking if, will we go see Nickelback on their next tour? <laughs> <laughs> and my only response is, I didn't know that they were still touring. <laughs> they're, they're, still always... li- they're still playing live. Is Creed still going live? No, they, they broke up, but Scott Stapp performs live and he bills oh, okay. himself Thank as God. Scott Stapp of Creed and he sings a lot of Creed songs. Um, so I think we might stand a better chance to um, to see Creed uh, than we would see Nickelback. I just looked the up chance... the Nickelback. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I just go looked ahead. up Nickelback's website and uh, no upcoming dates for Nickelback. <laughs> um, so Darn. assuming there's another tour coming, would you go and see it? It would have to be, they'd have to open for somebody. I mean, like, I, I think I kind of, I kind of want to. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know if I could go see them by themselves. It had to be like a big, very convenient experience. Like it's gotta be yeah. like, they're at your hometown. Like there's my buddy has an extra ticket, like, yep. or they're playing, they're opening or something, something like it would have very to be convenient. that, or I would have to go with a friend or a group of friends just for the bit, you know, for the meme, you, you, <laughs> the dr- you drink a little bit. Um, what about since we I put feel it like, live on the page, if we do, yeah. What about Scott Stapp? Would you see him? I, yeah, yeah, dude, I, I think I would. I mean, for similar, similar stuff, you so know, he's, it's, he's, he's touring right now. And, um, Ethan, you'll be happy to know it's August 17th uh-oh. right now on August 20th. <laughs> he's playing in Connecticut, <laughs> like two hours away from me. <laughs> See, that's like right on the fringe, man. Yeah, that's... No, I would, I, I would never do that. He's playing at the Milford Oyster Festival at Fowler Field. Ooh, a festival? Oh, that's right in the sweet spot. There might be there might be some other good bands that you could rationalize uh, the experience, yeah. but but dang, that'd be something. Yeah, my dad's birthday, August twentieth. Yeah, he turns sixty. Turns sixty. The big six. Oh no way! Wow. Yep. That's crazy. My mom just old. turned sixty earlier this year. No way. Yeah, nineteen sixty-two. Yeah. yeah. My math is correct. <laughs> my, my math is correct. <laughs> Sometimes, uh, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But uh, those are some good questions. That was the most fun I've had doing a Q and A in a little while. I think it's just because we're in a good mood, though. Sometimes, you know, when you're in a bad mood, it's you, hard to put it on. And uh, yeah, and, I mean, they got it. a lot of good, good questions, good conversations. Not something that uh, you can fake all the time, even no. though we do try sometimes. We do but, try uh, sometimes. I wonder if they can tell. Um, but there's nothing to tell this time since uh, we're just bringing the hits right to you all day long so uh, but man chris i have i have some good news yeah what's up we did it we did it ethan <laughs> three up three down yeah so for those for everyone listening <laughs> side retired yeah we three up and three down we struck out the side um this is the third podcast that we recorded today uh so we recorded episode 74 uh about lane which uh which will uh, come out the week before this one came out and then we also recorded next week's episode and it's going to be about the tragically hip so uh, we've been podcasting for about three hours right now for all intents and purposes and um 
I feel I'm gonna feel I feel good now. I'm gonna feel even better when I close this down and send everything to our producer, uh, who at this time I would love to thank. Uh, thank you, Drew, uh, for all of your support. Uh, he is a great, great producer. He's very good at what he does, and he's an even better friend and uh, accomplice in this big this big scheme. Now, what would be? <laughs> yeah, big scheme. What would be crazy if he got them all back to us like at the end of the week and we and had them like pre preloaded <laughs> and all of a sudden was so like, I don't have to do uh, a damn thing. Exactly. All of a sudden it's done. Yeah, but that would be something. Wow. Well, we um, did it, Ethan. Uh, before we roll out, uh, let's give a couple more songs of the week here. Ah, shit. Here we go. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Shit. Here we go. I've been struggling. Oh, so as I said, this uh, you know this is the third episode. I've struggled with songs of the week. Um, for all three of these episodes we've recorded today, um, yeah. I'm struggling right now, but I think I'll just lead off. And I, I don't, I don't love this. I don't love the decision right now. Honestly, I, I don't love any of them. Like there's like six of them. And if you put them together, they should we would... just abstain? No, I can't do that. You know, can't do we that. don't miss. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. We, we don't miss, but I'm going to go with, um, Oh shoot, where was it? I just had it. Ah, I can't find it, so I'm gonna have to go with something else. I'm gonna go with a song from the Dandy Warhols sure. called Good Morning. All right. Um, so evidently a couple weeks ago I had a Brian Jonestown Massacre song is my song of the week. I think um the week before GNR, um, I did that, or maybe the week of GNR, I'm not sure. Um but um the Dandy Warhols and, and Brian Jonestown Massacre, they were in a documentary called Dig, I believe, and it kind of chronicled them for several years. So I didn't know about the Dandy Warhols until I read about Brian Jonestown Massacre and, and heard that they were associated in that regard and got into them. And uh, really a good band for sure. Um, and I like uh, their song Good Morning is the first one that I listened to that I liked. Um, so that'll be my song of the week uh, for this week. And uh, we'll roll with that. Oh, shit. I just saw the song that I was going to choose, actually. But I, I can't do it. <laughs> the moment has passed. Dang. Yeah, it happens fast. Um, it's tough. Yeah, I'm on the spot here. My my phone actually just passed passed away. So, oh, I didn't so have you're going to you're gonna have to I'm raw just, dog I'm, it. So I'm just, I'm just thinking about stuff. And I, I wanted to bring this up earlier when we were talking about hair metal, believe it or not. Okay. And this isn't a hair metal song. And I was going to bring it up, but I, I knew better. But I'm gonna my my song of the week is gonna be by Iron Maiden, and it's gonna be <laughs> "Run to the Hills." And I don't know if you had any experience with that song, but I guess it has I this have. like yeah, it has this like intro. <laughs> it has this like you know intro on the on the drums and it's like in the hi hat, and yep. it's kind of something that you learn to play when you're young, getting into it, and then the guitar comes in and um. Yeah, dude, it's just it's kind of just a rocker song, and I kind of wanted to shout out Iron Maiden right now. Yeah, hey, it's always it's never a bad time to shout out the maid the maiden, I guess, right? No, I don't think so. So that'll do it for this episode. Um, I will episode seventy five, pretty awesome, yeah, pretty cool. So thank you again for making it to the end of the podcast. We're rolling in at like fifty or so minutes, so pretty solid episode. Um, we will be back next week. As always, you can count on us Monday morning for popping up. And, um, you know, please leave a review. Do something to help better the podcast, if you yeah. will. That, that'll, that'll do us. 100%. That'll do us good. And uh, it's, it's been a while since I've left or, or either of us have left uh, the people with this bit of advice. And uh, with all respect to Eric Lederman, stay heavy out there. Stay heavy, guys. Rock and roll. <laughs>